Hello, students of Seneca. This is Lee Mai, and welcome to this episode of the night before your business A level paper three. Today's podcast will be split into three parts. First, we'll be looking at ways to improve cash flow and profit. Then, we'll be looking at how the economic environment affects businesses. And last but not least, we'll be looking into internationalization. So, the different ways that a company can become international and the factors that companies take into account before making a big jump. So let's get started. Ways to improve cash flow and profit. So when you think about the classic model of a business, so obviously decreasing your fixed costs or variable costs means increased profit, or increasing the price of your goods means increased profits. And an example of this is in 2015, when Morrison's basically sacked off all their department supervisors in a bid to reduce costs and thereby increase profitability. But this comes with its challenges. So trying to reduce expenditure on fixed and variable costs can reduce quality, which may therefore reduce sales and also reduce revenue. If we look at the other method, Increasing the selling price can deter customers from purchasing products, which can decrease sales volume and market share. So what are other ways in which we can improve cash flow and profit? Well, we could remove or reduce trade credit periods for customers, but then this can reduce customer satisfaction, which may reduce sales volume and market share. Again, for for instance, If a SoFar store was wishing to improve its cash flow, they may tell customers that they need to pay within six months instead of 12 months, and this may reduce customer satisfaction, leading to customers shopping elsewhere. We could also consider asking suppliers to increase trade credit periods, but then this can create tension between the business and its suppliers, which may result in poorer relationships and reduce dependability. So what else can we consider? Well, the Toyota production system involves building stronger relationships with suppliers. So instead of asking suppliers to increase trade credit, what Toyota have done is not demand any trade credit credit at all. And this actually led to building a strong relationship with their suppliers and therefore reducing their costs in the long run. So maybe the answer here is to take a leaf out of Toyota's book. Next up, we're going to look at the economic environment and how this affects business decisions. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven different factors that businesses need to take into account. One, gross domestic product, otherwise known as GDP. This is the value of goods and services produced by a country during a certain period. And changes in GDP can affect a business's decision making as GDP growth may lead to an increase in demand, which businesses must respond to. Next up, we have taxation. So taxation refers to the tax paid by businesses on any profits made. And changes in taxation can affect a business's decision-making. For instance, when Donald Trump changed cash 
repatriation laws, Apple changed their investment and repatriation plans. Then we have exchange rates. Exchange rates refer to the value of one currency expressed in terms of another currency. And changes in the exchange rate can affect the decision-making process of a business which imports from or exports to a country with a different currency. Then we have inflation. So inflation refers to the general increase in price levels and the reduction in the real value of money. How does inflation change affect decision-making? Well, the change in inflation can lead to increasing costs, which may lead to a business increasing its prices to maintain its profit level. Then we have the fiscal policy. So fiscal policy refers to the use of government expenditure and taxation to influence demand. Change in government expenditure and taxation can increase or decrease demand, which businesses may need to respond to. Another government policy is monetary policy. So the monetary policy refers to the controlling of money supply and interest rates to control economic activity. Increasing interest rates may affect business decision as consumers may increase their savings and therefore decrease spending, which can affect demand for businesses' products. And last but not least, we have trade. So open trade and protectionism refer to the ability of countries to trade either with or without barriers to trade. Protectionist measures can reduce international trade which can affect a business importing and exporting goods and services. And this leads us nicely on to internationalization. So first off, we're going to talk about the different forms of internationalization. So the different ways in which a company can become international. So there are four main ways. Exporting through licensing, through forming alliances, and through direct investment. So exporting describes a business selling their products abroad into international markets. Easy. Licensing allows a business to access international markets by providing overseas businesses with a license to sell and produce their products in that country. So, for instance, Foxconn, the Chinese company, exports to overseas markets such as America and the UK, which allows it to access international markets. Then we have alliances. So, alliances allow business to access international markets through working in partnership together. And by working in partnership together, they share the risk. An example of this is in 2019, so just this year, um, Burger King actually partnered with Impossible Foods to offer the Impossible Burger made from artificial meat. And lastly, we have direct investment. So direct investment allows a business to access international markets by investing in facilities such as a production centre abroad. Now, how do companies decide whether or not to enter a particular market? Well, they consider a few things. So for one, they consider the size of the local market. The international market's growth rate and total size 
must be considered as a large or growing market will be more attractive. Makes sense. Then they look into the political stability and the culture of the potential market. Because this obviously will affect the complexity of entering the market. And then, of course, you need to look at the local competition. So businesses also consider the level of local competition when entering a new market. Because new more competition means that a new entrant is less likely to succeed in the new market. So let's look at a few things. India is a large market, which is quickly growing. And so is this likely to be an attractive opportunity for UK business? Yes. In 2016, Turkey fell into political instability after a military coup and engages in censorship. So is this is Turkey likely to be an attractive business opportunity for UK businesses? Unlikely. So make sure you consider these little these different factors when talking about whether a business will consider going international or not, or going international to a particular country or not. Now, to finish off, we're going to take a few moments to go through the stress buster, which will hopefully help to calm your nerves and make sure you're in great condition for your exam tomorrow. So today, we're going to be looking at Mr Bean's Guide to Exam Stress. Love a bit of Mr Bean. So first up, what does Worcester Bean recommend? Do some exercise. Absolute classic. Exercising releases endorphins, which are feel-good hormones and which will helpfully help you relax. Next up, get a good night's sleep. Again, in order to perform to the best of your ability, you need to make sure that you and your brain are well-rested. Next up, eat a good breakfast, or if your exam's in the afternoon, make sure you have a good lunch. The worst thing is to sit in an exam with your stomach rumbling. Now, from me and everyone else at Seneca, we wish you all the very best of luck. You got this. Good luck for your exams. We're going to be releasing night before podcasts before every exam. And if you head on over to YouTube on every weekday, we are going to be doing live streams at 4.45 and 5.30. So make sure you subscribe. And while you're at it, rate us five stars. We're amazing. <laughs> Good luck.